Well, hello there, and welcome to this week's edition of Phenuffington Heights. I'm Dave, and with me as always is someone who understands me very well, Andrea. Oh, hello. Well, hello. And as always, we're going to be your not-safe-for-work guides into the wide, wide world of stupidity. This week's episode is brought to you by Tally's Token. If you're in the know, then you know. But if you're not, Tally's Token is current charity work being done for the Regina Cat Rescue. Andrea's putting a lot of sweat, blood, and tears into that. Mostly mostly blood. Mostly blood, but from other people. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, please feel free to check it out at uh, tallystoken.wordpress.com, as well as uh, Tally's Token on Facebook. Check it out if you can. Please give. We're donating to a great cause in the Regina Cat Rescue for stray cats and finding forever homes for pets who could be so much more than pets. Yeah, the whole basis behind everything is really raising awareness for animals as therapy for PTSD sufferers. It is a big deal. Check it out. If you're not familiar with the uh, topic, it's a, it's a great way to learn a little bit. And it's also a great way to give back. It's just another way to do so. Meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. Today, we will be talking about things that we just don't understand. Now, this topic was given to us by Ashley. So, Ashley, you have won yourself a Phenuffington Heights keychain bottle opener. So, we'll make sure to contact you and get you your prize as soon as possible. So, thank you very much. Remember, guys, if your question of the week or episode idea is picked, you do win a sweet, sweet prize from us. Yeah. Our little way of helping to enable you with any alcohol-related problems. Yeah, it's, it's for drinking a beer when you listen to For Nothing Tonight's. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, this week, we're going to be talking about things... Uh, you know, I just don't understand. Dave, what... Do you not understand? What's what's eating at you? Talk to me, bro. Talk to me. I thought this was a great idea for an episode. And Oh, me too. I, there's things. a lot of things that I don't I don't understand. The, now it's holy maybe shit. Is that ever right? <laughs> oh. For me. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's ignorance, maybe it's intolerance, but there is definitely a lot of things that I don't understand. I don't understand sometimes where other people get their ideas. I've got a specific example of this. Okay. Okay, rewind way, way back. You're some guy. How far back am I going? You're going way back. Okay. Way back, back into time. Like I'm a baby? When the only people around were troglodytes. No, I'm just, yeah, you're not alive. But let's say you're somebody else. You're a man who has a cow. Okay. And you're looking at that cow, and you're like, the stuff that comes out of the pink part, I wonder how that tastes. Oh, milk. Who's the first guy that thought like, I want to drink the shit? I have thought about that before, and I've seen people discuss it online, and it makes a lot of sense. If you see a baby calf feeding off of his mother's teat, you're you're clearly going to assume there's some sort of nutrition coming out of there. You know, people have tasted weirder things than what another animal is eating or drinking. Have you seen an adder up close? Have you? I have. You have? I took a trip to a dairy farm as a kid. I had a baby calf suck on my hand once, but mm. I've never seen a teat up close. I don't know. I don't know how many parts of a cow I'd like to suck on, but <laughs> the, oh, the udder. I just about spit water all over the computer. <laughs> the udder sure is, is not one of them. <laughs> 
I'm just saying that there, I'm sure there's worse things that people have tasted in the, the discovery process of finding nutrition for themselves. Hey, man, I'm super jacked somebody figured it out. I questioned the first guy to do it. Because I'm, I'm like 50% sure it wasn't with a bucket the first time. Oh, yeah. No, of course not. I bet you buckets didn't even exist. <laughs> I bet you was just some caveman crawling along. <clears throat> it was like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Wait, what's this? Mm, I am parched. <laughs> I sure am par- Move aside, calf. So, yeah, that's my theory behind it. I, I like the theory. I still do not understand what that guy was thinking. It's like, man, I too could be a baby calf. Here we go. What was that noise? I I don't know, man. That's not what calves do, though. You want to know what I don't understand, Dave? Uh, Yeah. And I've never really experienced how strange it is until we became a couple. Crazy, insane sports fanatics. And I'm talking those guys that if their team loses, instantly become mean and angry and yelly and pouty who have such a deep emotional connection to their team and whatever their team is doing that they'll break remote controls and throw things. And yeah, that's what I don't understand. And the reason I have found it even more mind boggling is when Dave and I first started, no, it wasn't, it was a couple, a few years into the relationship. I bought him a really nice Montreal Canadiens jacket. Now, it was very, very clearly a Habs jacket. There was no hiding it. And he loved it. He wore that thing till it literally fall, fell apart. I kid you not, every single time we went out in public and he was wearing that jacket, somebody made a comment. It was either, hey, kind of a dummy would cheer for the wrong team. Or it was, hey, I hear they're doing really good, which is fine, but... There's also been situations where Dave has gone into a bar or a restaurant or he went to a hockey game in Winnipeg where guys get mad. How dare you wear that jacket? And they get really pissed off. I don't understand that. Your life has seriously been threatened because of a jacket that I've bought you. It's a... It's a situation... Now, this one... I guess I can return I don't get it. It's, it's It's a game. You get kind of invested in said games. Fair enough. There's a lot Fair of money enough. put into the marketing of such things, and they want you to get because it's a very much a we versus they. You can find a lot of camaraderie in sport, but at the same time, as with anything else, you can else find besides, a lot of what happened in Vancouver with the riots. Well, you can find some of that, I suppose. That's it's just it makes me it makes me so confused because I don't understand. The motivation behind it. Like, oh, my team gives me such a boner that I'll protect it to the death. How dare you not say anything bad about it? I also am quite strong on protecting my own boner. Well, uh, thank God for my sake. Mm. But yeah, this is something I never really, really understand. I know you have a friend who is a big fan of a certain football team who gets downright depressed if they lose. And that was always something I felt I felt kind of bad for him. That's what you get depressed about? Oh, boy. Wait until real life starts. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, I, I get it and I don't get it. At the same time, I feel like even if you cheer for opposite teams, if you're both fans of sport, that gives you a whole bunch to talk about. Oh, absolutely. There's, I don't find any, there anything wrong with being really into it and having big, I don't know, game parties. Oh, it's game day and 
talk about it and wear things and uh, casually rib people about their, what did I say? Did they say something lame? You Well, uh, if only because we're going to get together and have a game party. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to make a cake and have all my friends over. I made a cake yep. for a game party once. I totally did. It was Dave, it's not a game party. Dave was, the, the Habs were playing. Oh my God. Am I really that lame? Dave's friends were watching a game and I made a cake that I decorated it too. And all of the, the Montreal Canadiens colors. And it says, and I wrote on it, Habs win. Well, they ended up losing. So I had to turn the exclamation mark into an E for some reason. The wrong spelling of wine. Habs. I don't know. It ended up being a stupid running joke between Dave and I forever. But yeah, I get all of that. That was at the last game party we threw. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I'm that girl. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I just, yeah, I don't understand it. I get being excited, but when it comes to the violence and people fighting about it, that's, that's, I don't understand. That's also very exciting. Another thing, I don't <laughs> understand how it is freaking legal to encourage fighting in hockey. If you walked up to another man in public and you cracked him in the face and his nose is broken and bleeding, you'd get charged with assault. How is it okay in hockey? Hockey's a game, and then they say fighting's part of the game. No, it's not a boxing match. It's not, It's not. I don't know, that crazy wrestling where people break their joints. What's that? Oh, that's that's um, that's ultimate fighting parties. Yeah, ultimate fighting parties. It's not that. It's hockey. <laughs> Stop it. Hitting each other. Play the game. Yeah. I do enjoy the physicality of hockey. The uh, physical play, checking. The pushing yeah, guys but when, the the, when they're fighting, you, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't. I personally feel like the majority of the guys doing the fighting are really not very good hockey players. And as such, it it, it They're it there for devolves, entertainment. Yeah. It devolves the, the quality of the game itself. It's like um in any... <laughs> reality show where they've got people living in the house there's always that one train wreck who keeps things interesting so that you don't get too bored mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. tell me what yeah. else you don't understand the love of my life tell me i don't understand waiting rooms you go to the doctor's office and it's not stupid busy and you know for a fact 60 to 70 percent of those rooms back there that the doctors work in that they come in and see you in are empty why do you keep everybody in this room out by the windows why isn't everybody waiting in their doctor's room? What they're trying to do, it's like a big Petri dish. And they're going to, they're trying to take all of the diseases and find out what sort of airborne illness they can create with this mixed concoction. And then it gets sucked up through the air vents. And that's where Ebola came from. I don't understand why doctors would create it. Wait a second. Big Pharma. <laughs> this is a, this is a big old joke of yours. You think this is funny. Honestly, I have seen those rooms all taken up before and every seat taken in a waiting room before. And there's still empty rooms in there. No, 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 no. I have seen every single room taken up and there's still sometimes doctor's offices get so overrun that there's literally a hundred people in there at one time. And it's for those rare occasions, I assume. Do you understand it now, stupid? I feel like <laughs> waiting rooms are a waste of damn time. And there should just be more rooms. Maybe one big room, like a tra- with a trampoline, so sick people can jump all over each other. <laughs> I'm not sure where the trampoline came from, but I think it's a good time for us to find out what else you don't understand. <laughs> good segue. 
I don't understand the stigma behind girls pooping in public places. This is something that I am so guilty of and I don't understand it. It is an unspoken thing with, I'd say, 80% of females that we are terrified to poop in public because pooping has somehow become this shameful thing that even us women together, I don't, we're afraid. I, and the thing, the thing is, is that I'm not going to judge another woman pooping because I probably have to poop myself, but I'm always afraid that there's another woman judging me. I don't know. It's so strange. So here's what happens. For example, if you're at work, if I'm at work, And I'm like, oh, no, I have to poop really bad. And I still have to be here another four hours. I'll go in there and I'll wait for it to clear out. And I'll sit there. I'll I'll clench it up. And then I'll wait for the person to leave that's already in there. And then I'll try to poop really fast. Poop, 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 poop. And then someone comes in and then you freeze. And you're like, oh, please, please don't fart. Please don't let a little poop, poop fall out. But if a little poop falls out, you try to time it with a cough. And you're like, <laughs> or you knock your elbow into, into the little toilet paper dispenser. This is my problem. So I'm always terrified that if I don't poop before work, I'm going to be stuck in this horrible fear poop situation. <laughs> And the thing is, is that this is so common with so many women. And then there's those those other women that are like, I don't care. And they go in there and they're all about, I'm going to take a big old now. And I'm so envious because these women are, they embrace the fact that everybody poops. And I just can't do it. I have this visual of you like having to poop at work and sitting in the stall. And then like every like few seconds it's like ah, bang 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 oh, bang 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 which is way less embarrassing than just taking a dump this is literally what happens and i'm sitting there and i'm sweating because i'm 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 fear pooping right and of course if you fear poop things don't go very quickly because you're tense and you're anxious and yeah there is i am i am less ashamed to admit my fear pooping problem than I am about my fear pooping problem. This is so strange to me, and I guess it can add, be added to my list of things I don't understand, because, man, it is not the same for men. <laughs> I've legitimately been in the bathroom at work where I go in uh, to blow my nose or go pee. And, of course, guys' bathrooms is seldom like a single room type of thing. Mm-hmm. You got stalls, you got urinals, and you got the sinks. And uh, you go in, and I'll go pee, and there'll be somebody in the stall. And then they'll be having a hell of a time in there. And then you'll get something like from in the stall, run for your lives. (laughs) I'm so jealous. I wish that was my environment for pooping. This wing of the house is closed. And then then you can have a laugh with the mystery man on the toilet. Who, because you're at work, isn't really a mystery man. (laughs) (laughs) But no, absolutely. Depending, depending on the individuals you have in there, it could be downright close to a bonding experiment. Mm-hmm. Like there are certain women that I'm close friends with that I would have no problem pooping around. But most people, yeah, no, I would not be cool with pooping around them. Just saying. Dave, tell me something else you don't understand. So I stopped saying the word poop. I don't understand why cats like to sit on keyboards. Oh my God. That is, ugh, I, I, don't, get, ugh. I don't understand it. Cause like I... Yeah, it's gotta this be is thing. something that really pisses me off because we have a cat. Lord knows I love her like my own child. I would walk 
the fires of hell for this stupid cat. But that little bitch, every single time that I'm not looking at the keyboard, she toddles on over. I swear to God, she knows how to type the exact combination of keys to break the computer and then she lays down she's actually gone up and she's needed the thing before she sits there and she's pushing all the damn buttons and i get so mad because she screws everything up oh the reason i don't get it is because that ain't comfortable no like uh, I, I think about like maybe it is dave maybe you should sit on a keyboard I can't imagine that being comfortable. For some reason, I think of a cat like sitting down and the keys are sitting on directly, go down, but if all the other ones stay up. And I don't know if that would be comfortable. It's kind of like those, bed, those beds with the coils in them and I you drop the bowling ball on it. I actually had a different idea. Yours is way better. Oh. But, but mine, do you guys remember Gator Grip? No. It's a socket wrench that's made up of like a hundred different pins inside. And the deal, big deal about Gator Grip is, is that you only need one for every size because when you put it onto the nut, it pushes the number of pins in and then it becomes the size that you need. Cool. That's brilliant. So I'm like, cats are Gator Gripping their butts down into the keyboard. I'm like, that doesn't sound comfortable to me. When you use your mattress uh, metaphor, that's a lot. That makes a lot more sense. See, that's the thing. It's, it's keyboard. I, I don't know. And that's the thing. It's just the computer itself. It's probably because it's slightly warmer. But you know what? I'm touching it right now. And I've had this thing on for ages. And it's not It's not warm. But she's just so attracted to sitting on it. And this is not the only cat. Tally was the, the same way. She wanted to be on that damn computer. I have so many pictures of her sprawling across your lap and slowly inching towards the keyboard. Drives me nuts. No, she just throws her hands over there, too. She's sitting on your lap. It's like, man, oh. escape. What are you, delete, delete, yeah. backspace. What are you doing? No. Yeah. I hope you wanted me to back up your files. Want to know something else I don't understand? Yeah, real bad. And I didn't realize that this was an actual thing until we got married and I took your last name. I had a different email address before... We got married. That was my name and my maiden name. After we got married, my middle name is, and this is going to be a lovely piece of trivia for you guys. My middle name is Diane Belbina. B-E-L-B-I-N-A. I'm not lying. This is an actual thing my parents curse me with. So I typically like it's really to. pretty though. No, it's not. Belbina. Belbina. I typically ignore the fact that there's the the B in there. So I say my initials are like Andrea, Diane, so A-D. So when we get married, I guess everyone's going to know my email address now, whatever. I set, I got a new email address and it was A-D Fanuff. Now, I kid you not, I found out two years later probably that my own in-laws thought that we had a shared email address. So every time my mother-in-law got an email from me, from AD Fanuff, she thought that Dave and I had a shared email address. Then I find out, so I make a, a joke about that, like, oh my God, is this an actual thing? Blah, blah, blah. And I talk to a couple of my friends about it. I find out it's an actual thing. There are women out there that force their husbands to share an email address with them. Not only that, but there are women and men out there that force whatever e their spouse into having a shared Facebook. 
How messed up is that? I don't understand that. <laughs> is it necessarily a forcing thing or is that a, is that a, um, cause that, I know sometimes I wouldn't mind us having a joint Facebook just so I didn't have to do anything. I just don't, I don't know. I assume that the sharing would come from one of the spouses, either the male or the female or the male or the male, male or whatever, that someone's insecure. Someone's insecure and has convinced the other person that maybe we should share. We're a couple now. We're now one person. One, one being, of us. One, one of, of us. us. You know, like this creepy all of a sudden we're married. Now we're a single, a single being floating through the universe in our spectral love. One of. <laughs> one of. That's what I picture is at. And I didn't even know that was an actual thing. And I was horrified, horrified to find out the people assumed that Dave and I shared an email address. Horrified. Yeah, I don't know if I find it quite as horrifying, but I do find it like. I have really big independence problems, though. I don't want anyone to ever think that uh, I need a man. Well, one of your favorite movies. I keep movies, you around because I like you. That's all. One of your favorite movies is Independence Day. All the women who independent, throw your hands up at me. Yep. <laughs> Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum, saving the world one snark at a time. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. I'm going back to milk for a second here. Again? I don't understand banana milk. I don't get it. I kind of like banana milk. You gotta be f***ing me. <laughs> Nobody likes. You banana literally milk. just spit all over me. You, nobody likes banana milk. Bana you know what I don't understand? Bubblegum milk. That is gross. Flavored milk. The fuck? Chocolate milk's all right. Well, I'm that's down flavor. With the chocolate milk, man. What about strawberry milk? Fuck strawberry milk. It's delicious. Caramel milk. Good. Freaking Have you ever milk. had a Rolo milk before? That hint of caramel is delicious. Oh my god. Flavored milks. Mm mm. All right. So except for chocolate milk. Sorry, hypocrite. Don't care. Uh, banana milk. I, I just don't believe people when they say, no, man, banana milk's the shit. Banana milk is not the shit. Banana milk is shit. Ooh, uh, could you imagine banana and chocolate milk mixed together? I think that would be bad. Mm, have you, you ever had a monkey's lunch? Milk. I've, well, I haven't had to fight with too many monkeys over eat, so. It's banana liqueur and chocolate milk, I believe. Oh, my God, it's so good. That actually doesn't sound too bad. But banana milk, I can tell you. I went on a trip to Winnipeg many years back. I wanted to see a preseason Raptors game with a group of fine, fine gentlemen. Uh, on the way there or back, perhaps back, I think um, one of the one of the guys riding up in my car was in the store and he picked up a thing of banana milk. And one of the other guys in my car said, "You're not going to drink that. Banana milk is disgusting." And I was like, "No, I love banana milk. Banana milk's the best. I might get two. He's like, no, you're going you're gonna to throw it out. You're not going to drink it. Anyway, he ended up buying it out of spite. And we got in the car and maybe 15 minutes down the road, the gentleman who bought the banana milk opens up his mouth and says, so here's my deal. I'm going to trade any one of you fine gentlemen this delicious banana milk for whatever you happen to have that stick with. <laughs> yeah, that man's an idiot. Banana milk is great. Banana milk is awful. I would have taken that banana milk. It was awful banana milk. Oh. And I don't believe you. I'm going to buy you banana milk. I'm going to force you to drink please it. Please do. I would find it delightful. I'm going to buy you banana milk. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to watch you drink it. And you can go ahead and try to hide all your wincing as you try to get that down. Okay, deal. Shake on it. Can you hear it? What? Can I say something really quick? About a really quick one I don't understand. About banana milk? No. Nope. Oh. Snapchat is boring. I have installed it and uninstalled it like three times now. I don't need 500 pictures of your face making a goofy face 
while you're at work saying, oh, work in the day away. I don't need 500 of those a day. I don't care. You're at work. Cool. If I ask you, hey, what are you doing? You can say I'm at work. If I say, hey, can I see a stupid picture of your face while you're at work? Maybe you can send it to one to me. I don't care. I don't care about a picture I see for five seconds. I don't care. So I should stop sending you pictures Insta- of my face. See, Instagram is cool because you can look, people put thought into what they're going to post. And a picture of five, I don't know. Here's my Slurpee. Look at my Slurpee. I don't f- care. <laughs> it's boring. It's boring. I hate Snapchat. I like Instagram because you can go through and yeah, people definitely put more thought into their, what they're posting and I can go on and look whenever I want. Snapchat gives you a f***ing notification. And then I feel like I have to look at it. And then it ends up being a picture of someone's shoes or ice on a window or something really, really boring that isn't worthy of Instagram because it's too boring. So you get sent a picture of it and it's, yeah, I don't, and I feel so forced. Whenever there's a notification on my phone, I feel like I have to check it. And Snapchat, it's just too much pressure to look at boring shit. Instagram I like. I uh yeah. I uh I I have I've got I'm bad at using it and I'm probably guilty of most of the things you say. Of Snapchat? Yeah, of being boring on Snapchat. You yeah, everyone is. Every single person I had on Snapchat is guilty about being boring on Snapchat. I was guilty of it cuz I didn't know what to post. Like, oh, well, I can't take a picture of something super super awesome because that would be worthy of Instagram. So I guess I these are my subpar pictures and look, uh, <laughs> I rolled my hair up in the wind. No, see that's, no, it looks. Boring. <laughs> yeah, look, there's, I drew a funny thing in some dust. <laughs> just, no. Dave just got a Snapchat and I bet you it's really boring. I don't, I feel bad for you that you now have to look at that to get the notification off of your phone. I, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sorry for your for your gain gain loss. So that's all. Snapchat. Fair enough. Snapchat. Snap. Snapchat. Snapchat. Snap, snippety Snapchat. You want to do the question of the week? Let's do the question of the week. Read it, Dave. What is my What is my question of the right week? Right there. And this question is from Mandy. Mandy. Mandy Wait, Savage. How does a Mandy song go? A Mandy song. There's a Mandy song. Amanda by Boston. But there's a Mandy song. I know there is. There there's has a to Mandy be. song? Yeah. Mandy. Mandy, Mandy, Mandy. Mandy, you're so handy, Fandy, in the Mandy candy. Banana, pineapple, Fandy. Me, Mimo, candy. Give me candy. Well, Mandy asks, do you two need to buy name brand? If so, what items? This question makes me laugh. Um, there is something about me that you should know. I am, you may think that you know the cheapest person in the world, but clearly you don't understand me. I am the cheapest person you will ever meet. I make our own laundry detergent because I'm so cheap. So if you look in our cupboards, you will see a whole damn lot of yellow. So no, there's absolutely Nothing, in my opinion, that absolutely needs to be name brand. Absolutely not. I'm going to make you out to be a hypocrite. Pickles? There are items you require name There's brands one on. brand of pickles that, that is better than all of the brand of pickles, but I get them maybe once a year because they're $6 a jar. What else? Peanut butter. I, no, this is something for you. 
I would purchase yellow brand peanut butter if it weren't for you. I can't not eat, or at least I can't remember the last time I didn't buy craft peanut butter. Yeah. And honestly, the only reason that it's in our house is because you want it. I would buy the yellow stuff. There are very few things I require a brand name, brand name of anything, but it, it doesn't matter. Soda, cottage cheeses. Oh, yeah, um, everything. Name brand. I don't understand matter. why. It doesn't matter. Yellow, freaking yellow label burgers. Those little, like, cardboardy discs. Oh, the ones, yeah, the ones made from, like, cotton. I have a real <laughs> good time with those burgers. I like those burgers, those too. burgers. Yeah, uh, and that's the thing, though. Like, I make a lot of stuff from scratch. Like, a lot of our sauces and dressings and crap like that. And when it comes to burgers, how rarely do we buy a set of burgers? Yeah. Uh. I'm trying to think of situations. I am that where I I'm do that require. cheap, guys. I'm like the cheapest person in the world. I'm trying to think really hard at situations where we require brand name. I think that makes well, it. Well, I'm trying to think even looking at our living room. <coughs> absolutely everything that I'm looking at in here, like my f I, I won't buy a new frame for a photo. I'm gonna get a used one and I'm gonna paint it. Our couches cost and they, they came to us in like brand new condition. I searched for couches for a very, very long time and I got a set off of used Regina for $150 because no one, no one is going to charge me full price for a couch. And that's, that's what I mean. Like your clothes are all, uh, what? My clothes are all hand-me-down. Yeah. Yep. All hand-me-down. Me, I'll Largely. wear my clothes into get, the ground. I get really nice clothes as gifts. From friends and family. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, the stuff I bought is all like Value Village. Well, uh, I, I've just thought of it. And I know for a fact there's going to be people out there who are with me on this one. Video game controllers. <gasps> yes. Holy people. You win. You win. All right. Mad cats can suck my butt. Oh, God. You go over to a friend's house and you get the Mad Cats controller. Yeah. You know sure you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. It's like, we'll play to see who gets to use the Mad Cats controller. Yeah, no. And it's like even going over to someone's house and like they give you the controller that's been beaten up and it's been really worn down. It doesn't have that crisp tightness to it. I've, even I've got even one that of those. sucks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, Mad Cats was the worst. I don't give a if your controller's got built in turbo. I don't care if I what can is see turbo? through and I can see it spark as it works. What do you have mean, you what ever seen turbo? that uh, nope. BuzzFeed video? Oh, yeah, that is hilarious. Oh, my God. It's I'm so going to link that along with this episode. It is so true to form. True. It's uh, no, don't turbo. blame the controller, man. Turbo, uh, you flip it on and you hold down the button and it acts like you're hitting it over and over again really fast. Oh, turbo. Baby. I never used turbo because I didn't know what it was. Well, it makes you kick ass faster. Turbo. Mad cats. Yep. Just the worst. Video game controllers. Peanut butter. See, video game controllers is the only one. I'm trying to think, like, I won't get my hair professionally colored. I'll figure out how to do it myself. I literally am the cheapest person in the world. I feel like I need a third thing. I won't buy Cleo shorts because all of her pants fit her in the waist, so I'll just hem them. I'll turn her pants into shorts. So I'm like, I'm thinking of everything right now, and I'm cheaper than I even realized. Wow. <laughs> There's got to be a third. Rule of three. There's got to be a third thing. Cat food? Yeah, cat food, but that's for their health. There it is. Yeah. Cat food, peanut butter, and video games. Cat food, I'm I'm gonna I pay for the the good stuff. I'm not gonna buy the shit that you buy at Walmart or Superstore. But that's kind of like a responsibility thing. You buy like high end stuff though. Well, the dry stuff is pretty high, I guess. Yeah, and the other stuff we just add a tiny bit for flavor. But we do buy high end like salmon oil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're pretty picky. 
Yeah. But it, like, once again, that's that's a responsibility thing, I think. I'm willing to spend a few more dollars. Oh, man. Well, I think, thank you so much for the question, Mandy. <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks for the thanks for the, the episode idea, Ashley. And y'all are getting yourself some sweet prizes. Woo! And a huge thank you <laughs> to everybody else for listening in. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening, for hanging out. We had a great time. Uh, an additional I had thank a terrible you. Terrible time. An additional thank you uh, for checking out Tally's token. We really appreciate that, oh, you guys. Yeah. The support is huge on that one, and uh, there's already been some some pretty cool. Pretty cool turnout as uh, for the first little section of sales here so far. Yeah, a lot of you guys have made your reservations. They're not completely available yet. I'm waiting on one more shipment. Um, but there has been a lot of love and support. And it makes me feel really, really good. It's it's pretty cool. What you secretly don't know, because this podcast has been edited greatly, is that Dave and I have taken way longer than we're supposed to to actually record this thing. Because... We keep saying stupid, ridiculous things, so you'll never know what we cut out. But wow, we're idiots. Wow, I think, I think wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm about done. I need to, I need a nacho or something. Let's go have nachos. Let's go have nachos. I love you guys. Thank I'm sorry. you. <laughs> have a good one. We'll see you next week. <laughs>